1: chris black how are you you know
0: man i'm pretty good um just uh you know had a had a nice chopped cheese and uh black coffee (laughs) with two creams and two sugars uh you know just oh yeah you're in new york reading a new york post um you know just got off the train uh so it's been pretty good you know
1: have you taken the train since you've been there or no
0: no bitch i've been here for like eight hours um but i did get here yesterday and immediately went and you know had a personal small business Saturday you know I, I needed to buy the new apartamento you know the the new system the new gentlewoman things I, I was missing living in a tertiary market for a little while.
1: So your small business Saturday is going to the one magazine store bodega and buying all of your little fashion magazines.
0: I went to uh, Mass Books, um, and then I went to a, a brasso for a coffee. Then I went to local boutique Noah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was out, I was roaming the streets, and then I finished. I finished with dinner uh, at a very small business local local business. It's, I don't know, if, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Mister Chow. Mm-hmm. Okay, kind of like a local neighborhood spot.
1: Yeah, keep your eye on them.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It could be it could turn into a thing but it, it is cold as a motherfucker and your boy ain't your boy ain't used to that he really ain't i'm i'm i am i am soft as hell can we get a temp check out there right now what are we looking at let me pull up the uh the dark sky application on my, pull on up my dark apple sky apple iphone we're looking at 26 degrees feels like 18 Ooh. snow starting at midnight it's supposed to get 12 inches of snow <laughs>
1: 12 long, hard inches of cold, white snow is about to pummel you and your insides is what's going on.
0: I'm about to get dug out, and <laughs> I'm not happy about it. I mean, you know, it's fine, but I, I mean, I, I guess I haven't seen snow in a while, so maybe it'll be, you know. The the people romanticizing snow on social media, like, let's let's just keep it 100. Snow sucks. It just causes, it makes everything, it makes everything twice as hard. I don't know why you people think it's, it's, it like looks good from the window for 20 minutes, I guess. And then, and then that's over. You wouldn't know anything, you wouldn't know anything about that.
1: People really do love snow and it is a magical thing to look at. And then, you know, once you get your Instagram story photo posted of the snow, and then then it's time to, you know, strap your your boots on and start digging a path so you can exit your home, then, you know, not so fun anymore, I'm assuming.
0: Yeah, I just don't really I don't really get it, but it, I mean, it had honestly the the I have to say, I'm surprised how good it feels to be back in the in the Big Apple, even if it's just for a short stint. Um, the shanty restaurants on the curb, and you know, you know what I do realize though, Jason, is you know who's had you know who has benefited from COVID the most is the graffiti community.
1: <laughs> yeah, and especially COVID during um, during a snow snowstorm.
0: snowstorm. We're about to get bombed out tonight. They're hitting it hard. Tonight. I-
1: Iraq is absolutely loving this right now.
0: I mean, honestly. It doesn't look as crazy as I thought it was gonna look based on the imagery I've seen, um, but I don't know, man. It, it's it's a wild, it's a wild. I was talking to my friend Jason that that runs the No Store, and he was just talking about the summer how it would be like he would get a text to go to like a rave in the forest <laughs> you know what i mean he was like <laughs> he was he was like i didn't go but like that was happening but now that it's winter it just ain't shit going on like even the young people are you know what i mean even the 22 year olds who were literally just like doing coke outside in tompkins in mm-hmm. aug- august
1: picking up pills off the sidewalk <laughs> yeah, and eating yeah, them. yeah 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 it's just there's no there's nowhere to go there's nothing to do. I think that I mean that's kind of what everyone was saying like oh you know you think it's bad now wait until winter comes and then I was like yeah actually wait until winter comes that's going to be really bad a lot of people are going to be fucked a lot of you know you're not going to be able to do shit there's going to be no outdoor gathering we're not going to be able to go drink our natural wine in the park unfortunately post pics about it we're gonna have to go online i guess
0: (sighs) if you can't do ketamine in an amphitheater what's the point of living here you know what i mean i just don't really get it but i i um you know (laughs) last night at at local restaurant mr chow which is you know a high-end dining establishment they did as good of a job as anyone can do but the the main takeaway for me is the staff had Custom Mr. Chow puffer jackets and matching beanies. Ooh, which made it, made it feel, you know, nicer than it actually was. But, but it's in these, these shacks and these things that Mm -hmm. these restaurants have built. I mean, it's pretty interesting and insane to see the levels and and what people have been able to do and, and the differences and the, the nuance between restaurants. Mm -hmm. But also like it really, I don't know, it really, uh, hammered home the cost and like how, Cuomo is just killing like it's it's crazy like the amount of money restaurants have to spend for these little shanties is is probably is is oh yeah I, I mean I knew that I guess but I guess seeing it all down the street especially in these village it, it's just like I really I really I mean luckily you know they're going to be opening on Valentine's Day which which uh <laughs> don't you find that date convenient Jason
1: well, it is convenient because that is the most popular and busy restaurant day of the year. So, it's throwing throwing you a bone, but with no preparation is the problem. It's just like yeah. here's here's a life vest I know that you have already passed out. I know that your body has yeah, already yeah, yeah. your brain is not getting in. oxygen, but here <laughs> yeah. try
0: if you can just try
1: a little bit. Like there's no scenario where restaurants don't just get fucked and slammed. You know, it's it's didn't you want to get fucked? Here we go. Bend over and take it there's no foreplay at all happening, but you got what you wanted. Here's your little scraps and, and figure it out. You guys,
0: I don't, yeah, I don't even know if, if a, you know, opening restaurants at 25% capacity, like, is that even worth it? You, you know what I mean? Like 20, what does that yeah. even mean? You know, what does that even mean? But these guys, I mean, honestly, it's, um, it, it, yet again, and, uh, and we, we, we can move on from this because it's fucking boring, but the, the lack of, the lack of leadership is truly staggering. And the finger pointing at your peers is, is the, the fingers should be pointed at the higher ups and their their uh mm. their their lack of leadership because that's really where the issues are.
1: We don't get any reactions out of those people when we point our fingers at them, but if we point our fingers at our fellow man or woman, then uh, you know you'll that's at true. least be able to get a reaction out of them, which is that's true one of the only satisfying things for uh, you know b- bored people online.
0: It looked like, it looks like LA is litty though. And I bet, I bet, I bet, ooh, I can't, ooh, you know, I can just see myself having a little cheat day at Angelini, you know, having a little pasta. You know what I'm saying? Have a little pasta on Beverly. Beverly yeah, is the block. Street, Weird, the why is Beverly, right now. Beverly is popping. I don't know why. I guess there's like three or four spots on that block that are just busy, so it looks...
1: That happened the first time that Outdoor Dining reopened, whatever that was, like three or four months ago. I remember I I would leave Glendale when i would drive down beverly over by Erewhon, it was it looked just like the first day of summer sundress season is popping every single table is full every restaurant is packed to the gills and my lp she was doing a shoot yesterday in venice
0: Oh, the second the second worst neighborhood in los angeles after highland park
1: yeah we were I was, we were trying to figure out like what it like what how would you categorize venice and it was like if the jersey shore was in Riverside, and Riverside was by the ocean. That's that's basically just what the, it is. She said that it was just it? hundreds and hundreds of people walking around and every, she said, everyone had a bulldog because they, you have to, you have to have like a like a badass dog if you live in in Venice. I hate it. And, oh my and god! And just I hate not it. a single person is wearing a mask. Everyone is just, you know, behaving as if nothing ever happened. And LA
0: is LA is fucked. Look, Venice is basically a stop on the way back from the airport to eat at Juusta. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's a place where guys are still wearing big hats. You know what I mean? And it's
1: not. It's just not. It's just not good for business. <laughs> I mean it sucks uh, it sucks because I know that at some point in the world Venice had magical energy like it was a neighborhood that was very tight knit
0: Venice got ruined
1: people would would look after one another you would you would watch your neighbor's home while they had to go out of town or you know like everyone looked out for each other and that was like a real sense of community that really does not exist too much nowadays, especially in Los Angeles. And now Venice has just become a terrible shell of itself, like every other place in this world. Really a a bummer, because when you drive around Venice, you can kind of see the bones or the the carcass of venice where you're like oh i could see how this would be venice like a do be place.
0: <laughs> venice do be looking like a carcass <laughs> that is a great point mm-hmm. i mean i i fi- i find it i mean it's, it's it's just that i think that's what happens when a neighborhood explodes especially on like a global level i mean it's, it's what happened in brooklyn too it's williamsburg it's the same thing where it's like mm-hmm. once like swedish tourists start coming there and suit supply opens it's like you you got problems <laughs> fam on the and, and i mean but it's once once you know Know it, you're anointed that neighborhood. There's a there's a limited chance for survival. I, I at mm-hmm. least at least from a retail standpoint. I think from a, I'm sure that the real estate prices and shit don't really suffer as much as the as the as the, the Abbott Kenny like real estate does. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, they say when you know when the when the people with asymmetrical blue haircuts show up, your your neighborhood is over. But it really is the Swedes at the end of the day, is what you're saying.
0: It's the it's the yeah. I mean, the fact that people fly to New York to stay at a hotel in Brooklyn and like explore <laughs> fucking Williamsburg is insane to me. But like that, I think is I mean that's look like,
1: do not do not talk shit on my broad city guided tour. Look, there's a lot <laughs> of cool destinations that you can hit, and it's you're just like you're there with the girls so.
0: Uh, 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 <laughs> damn so what do you do for a living actually I host this like walking tour I don't know if you've seen that show Broad City uh, it's it's pretty cool no no they're not there it's just me
1: yeah uh, after after the Sex and the City tour got canceled after the Sex and the City tour got me Too'd, the the Broad City walking tours it's really kinda, kinda out. took off
0: but that the fact that I mean that's what happens to, to these to these neighborhoods I'm sure that happens globally I mean the, the Shoreditch in London you know I'm I'm sure this is like the, you know, they're the Marais in Paris. It happens to all these these neighborhoods, but it's like Williamsburg and Venice, particularly. Like I could never go to either of those again. Like there's no reason to go there except a restaurant, maybe. And is that enough? You know, I don't know. I You know, I just don't know, Jason. I love fresh it bread. Is, it, but it is
1: not enough. It is not enough because I, a known food lover, I'm like you know what? I'd rather eat worse food in a in a better environment. Pains me to say that.
0: You know, I love a better environment. That's kind of my whole thing. Um, you know, I I did um I did catch a little bit uh, some clips this morning before before we we uh, decided to hop on the phone and record this little podcast um of mm. of the SNL season premiere last night with host John Krasinski A.K.A. Jim
1: God damn it yeah I'm I'm not looking forward to that
0: and TJ's uh, favorite performer uh, Machine Gun Kelly uh, A.K.A. Blink One Eighty Two <laughs> um and I got yeah
1: the uh, go, ahead, go ahead bro it,
0: the MGK thing I, honestly. It, it's fascinating to me because he looks like an idiot but the music mm-hmm. the music is not as bad as it should be like for what it is like him rapping was him thinking he was like kid rock meets eminem mm-hmm. is so much worse than him being fake blink 182
1: oh 100% his music in general is still all very bad but when i heard him on his little pop punk swag i was like this is a thousand times more palatable than any other music that he has created by far. Yeah, but yeah. it is still terrible.
0: It's No, 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 for sure. But what I noticed during the performance, first of all, he has a pink mic. I don't like, look, if you're playing guitar and, and you're singing, never throw the guitar behind your back and pull the mic off the stand. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. It just doesn't look right to me. Do you know what I'm saying? It just doesn't feel good. I don't know what it is. It really bothers me.
1: Doesn't Springsteen do that? Or he, like, he's like he been a pioneer Definitely. of that move. Definitely.
0: But I think maybe it's because the mic is cordless now. Maybe that. I don't know. Mm. Something, something about it just rubs me the wrong way. But So what I noticed about MGK's performance, though, mainly, was he's got a real hot dog and drummer that I bet he doesn't like. I bet he doesn't like him that much.
1: He's, he's taking too he's much He's stealing
0: time. a little swag. Exactly. And you don't do that to the front, man. Everybody knows that. You don't step on MGK you don't do that
1: no 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 much much like the uh, what's the drummer from the Letterman show he was a little he was also the Springsteen drummer.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no he was on Letterman he was on um Conan Max Weinberg.
1: oh yeah, yeah, yeah Max Weinberg he's a little bit of a showboater as well I'm sure Conan had a few stern talkings too with him.
0: Well, he was, the, see, the difference is with him is that he was Conan's Paul t- to Letterman. Like, he was the That's actual right. go-to guy. I mean, no one's more annoying than fucking Questlove. So, I mean, you're doing better than that. But the, um, the drummer, <laughs> the drummer, I mean, this drummer, MGK's drummer is fucking good. Like, he's an incredible wow. drummer, but he's like standing up. He's spinning his sticks. It's just a lot of hot doggery.
1: Okay. Okay. So he's on his little Tommy Lee swag, which is which is tough because I don't think somebody like MGK can live in a world where the spotlight is not on him at all times. I
0: think I, I think that as well. Um, that's why he's. I mean, that's that's why he is where he is. But anyway, th- that being said, the the real funny thing though, which which uh, I hope you had a chance to watch, was the um, former guest of How Long Gone, Bowen Yang, as Fran Liebowitz. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, Kyle Mooney, the, Kyle Mooney, the <laughs> undercover genius of SNL, as as Martin Scorsese, and oh, yeah. Kyle Kyle Mooney knocked that shit out of the motherfucking park. That is funny as hell.
1: Yeah, that's the perfect example of what an SNL skit should be. It should be a timely take on something that that happened in the world that we all know about, that we've all that we all thought and realized, and then you just drill down on that. The fact that that he did not speak a single word it's so, so good bo and yang did a really good job well done all around and kyle really is the the dark horse of it's SML interesting though i yeah no we I agree. need to d de- we need to defund fucking pete davidson immediately fuck yeah P- yeah defund pete davidson PD. pete davidson also de- P- defund the pd and i mean pete davidson
0: <laughs> yeah yeah fuck fuck the police and fuck pete davidson uh known friend no no friend of machine gun a known friend of mgk as well
1: yeah well that's the reason the only reason why mgk got on there was 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 pete was like hey man sadly i gotta get my broski on
0: sadly sadly jason uh mgk is a huge artist and they they definitely did it without pete's input
1: I don't know if I would say huge.
0: He's huge right now. I, I don't think he's huge. Like I don't think he's like going to have a lasting career. But I think he's like. I think it makes sense for them to do what they did right now.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Sadly, I mean, and speaking of Pete Davidson, I I finally watched Why King of Staten Island.
0: Why would you do that?
1: Well, I mean, I don't. I don't know. It was. It was.
0: Jason, have you have you run out of things to watch?
1: I think it's becoming clear <laughs> that I've run out of things to watch. <laughs> it's tough it's really tough because my viewing tastes are much different than my life partners like when when it's time to watch some tv like she like she's been working all day or something like that stressed out and she just wants to zone out and and watch some mindless tv like i just want to put on the office or Seinfeld or whatever and sometimes we'll put on Veep or something like that that she's seen a bunch of times let's and, talk about know, Veep cool just quickly
0: we got to give Veep the flowers Veep is such a great show if you haven't seen Veep it's 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 the second best political show after the West Wing
1: mm-hmm. I agree with that
0: it's so funny it's so so good it's so funny um, I just I know it won like every Emmy and shit while it was on but I just feel like there's people who haven't seen that and I, I cannot stress enough how good it is. it is so good
1: I agree And when I was watching it last night, I was like, oh, they're they're one of the last great shows for doing a thing where they're able to say things that are kind of offensive or possibly cancelable. But they're proof that if you do that in a smart enough way, you kind of get the pass. Like, no one's going to come for you. I'm all for, you know, waving the flag of free speech in the name of comedy and you should be able to say things that are jokes and funny without hurting somebody's feelings and people can tell whether or not you're doing that. And I thought they did a really good job at that. The problem is that most people are bad at doing that or they're just lazy about it. So they do deserve to be me too, but you know do more do more veep stuff to all <laughs> I, to all yeah, the comedians listening yeah, to, to all, all the, the tv writers listening to this right now we
0: we know that how long gone rings bells deep into the hollywood writers rooms um so if you if you would like jason to give you any more unsolicited advice please just let us know we're we're happy to do that but so you think so do you think veep notwithstanding you think you've run out of things to watch how long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at better help jason
1: better help
0: thicker, stronger hair.
1: Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step (laughs) to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code
0: Our listeners, eighteen free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homeshef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com/slash how long for eighteen free meals and free dessert for life. homechef.com/slash how long Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
1: All I'm wanting to do is dig deeper into the classics, like watch all the old movies that I never watched before, mm, like the, um, the
0: formative film, the formative films that that. The the movie buffs in our life would recommend.
1: Yeah, you know, you know, like speaking of me too, you know, like if, if there's a like an old Woody Allen film that I that I missed or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. Chinatown is on Hulu, some shit yeah, like that. Sure, you know any any of the movies that were created by canceled directors who are terrible <laughs> people. But I mean that stuff, or or watching like a documentary about something that I did not know about, where I could absorb some information learn about new things did you watch
0: the did you watch the tiger shit yet
1: i did watch the tiger doc yeah
0: i i gotta watch that because i really hate him um so i think that that (laughs) i just find him i just find him so boring and like uninteresting but he's he's good at golf which is also boring and uninteresting so it's like Mm -hmm. we're forced to care about him but i mean i think his downfall is pretty interesting and i also think it's it's I just heard a lot of mixed things about it. Like people kind of feel bad for him because they made it without his consent. and He didn't talk. You know, he did. He chose not to to participate. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, guys, that's I, I, again, like, w- really? You feel bad for him?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean that that's the other issue, and and one interesting thing about watching the Tiger Doc, I watched that, and then I wa- right after I finished that, I watched the Nora Ephron documentary and i was
0: everything is copy is that what it's called yeah everything yeah, is copy i saw that when it came and out and they
1: they had a lot of similarities Really? Um, with their with their i mean that's what i like i, I only realized it because i watched them um, one after another they they had so many similarities about their upbringing and how you know how their life was affected by pressure from their parents like nora efron's parents yeah. were both kind of like middling writers that never really took off and because their career never really took off, they become alco- they became alcoholics, and then mm-hmm. uh, Nora kind of became the golden child of the family. All the all of her relatives basically had to live in her spotlight, and she was sort of forced to become this this person for their parents, which then kind of damaged her in the long run. And the same thing happened with with Tiger. Like his dad was a, yeah. a philandering alcoholic. Nora Efron's dad was cheating on his wife the entire time. The parents were living like this shell of a relationship and they kind of put all of their energy onto their golden child son or daughter all the good energy and the bad energy the you know the encouraging stuff and all of their problems and then created this amazing star of a person that is also like you know suffering from crippling pain you know so you you get a little bit of both and you and you get to see like if you really 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 want to be the best of all time you have to truly sacrifice a lot of your. We I happiness. mean
0: we say that on the podcast. We talk about that a lot, though. I feel like to be that good at anything, you have to be a monster, kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like and I don't I, think
1: it's worth it.
0: Um, uh, I do. I mean, I think it depends. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't find sports as compelling as other people do because I think there's some physicality involved in that that you either are born with it or you're not. You know what I mean? I mean, I think with anything to be that good mm-hmm. at it, you're born with it or you're not. But I, I think that like when it comes to the arts, I think it's like a little more compelling for me just based on what I like. Um,
1: mm, yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: You know, I, I mean, like the Jordan stuff is cool. That's interesting. I, golf, I just can't care about. You know what I mean? So I can't really care about Tiger Woods, but like Nora Ephron, that, that, I mean, but I also think we have this. Uh, this is a problem we have in societies that we think that, you know, uh, artists, musicians, you know, the writers, like they, they you must suffer to create. You know, it's like that's mm-hmm. it's like being being a drug addict, being an alcoholic, being like a shithead is just kind of like not accepted, but almost like that's just part of it. Yeah. Which I don't know if that is I don't know if that is necessarily true, um, but that is definitely it's, something. I don't,
1: I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily true, but it makes it a lot easier. Like, you know, you if, if you really do suffer true, true, powerful emotions. Yeah. You know, it's easier for you to write about them if you have experienced it yourself versus just like oh i'm going to write the most powerful depressing tale uh, of all time but i've lived the a, a perfect happy life it's a lot no, harder for sure. To for sure squeeze that out of your sponge
0: but I think when you get when you get deeper into your career, it's like if you get you know if you get sober, you you kind of understand you, you, whatever you come to terms with the stuff that happened with your parents. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think that music is necessarily uh, worse is is what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? I don't think that I don't think that's a recipe yeah. for failure. Is is my point?
1: Yeah. So you're saying your 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 heartstrings are pulled more um you know on an amazing emotional song than ball going in the hole. Really good.
0: Yeah, because I'm smart. Um, but no, no. I mean, I, I, I think athletic, I mean, it's it's weird because I consider myself to be an athlete. Obviously, Jason, as you know, and and you would you would be. Mm-hmm. I would consider you to be the same.
1: I would consider you to be more of a gymnast, the most impressive and selfless. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Form of athleticism.
0: Thank you. No, but I mean, I just I I think that the I don't I, I I don't I guess it's it's more about I think you have to be like a killer when it comes to competition to be that kind of athlete. Yep. Versus, like, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't have that insight. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to, I like to be good at something, of course, like anybody else, but I don't need to be the best at something to get the benefits from it. Thank God. Otherwise, I would, I, would, I would never <laughs> happen. Yeah, I was about to say, I would get no benefits from anything I do if, if I had to be the best at it. But it is interesting because I mean, I, I just think that the, the Jordan thing, the Jordan documentary, the Tiger documentary, I mean, I think we're going to get more and more of those, obviously, um, uh, uh, as, these people, mm-hmm. as these people kind of get deeper into their careers. Well, I mean, people that we grew up with, you know, that we're very familiar with.
1: I hope that they're, you know, coming from a, a viewpoint where it's not just a clearly a commercial for that person who has done wrong. You know, yeah. like the the Dr. Dre and yeah, Jimmy Iovine mean, mean, documentary. Like, here's two monsters, you know, in many ways that also had a lot of talent. And like, here's all the good stuff that they did after they ended up like killing that person. You know, yeah, they, I, they, I like, think if you're... They, they donated, you know, a 3% of their total earnings that year to UCLA so they can have like some yeah they put a building with your name on it but I think that
0: I I think that the the rule to all documentaries like that about famous people athletes writers musicians whoever if if you look at the credits and the subject of the documentary has a credit in the documentary as an executive producer, mm-hmm. producer, anything, then it's going to be, gar- it's going to be garbage. <laughs> That's the, I mean, the greatest, right. the worst one I ever watched. I feel like I was on a long flight and it was like the last two hours and I was really at my wits end and I watched the, the, um, Serena Williams documentary on HBO and it was, it was, mm. it was like an infomercial for how great she is. And like yeah. it, it was just in her dorky husbands all over it, which is my nightmare. And it's like, I know Serena Williams is the most, what probably the most important female athlete of all time. Mm -hmm. But this, but this documentary was so bland and boring because she had final say that there was just no reason Mm -hmm. to. There's no reason to watch it. There's nothing interesting about it. You know, it's like
1: right. It's it's the same argument that you have of when you know. Interview magazine where somebody's close friend interviews them and throws them a bunch of softballs and, like, yes, yeah, when Vogue, gonna, when Vogue, gonna be lets, be a, a puff piece, sorry, Vogue, not interview.
0: When Vogue lets fucking Beyonce write an essay to accompany her, her, her spread instead mm-hmm. of have, having a journalist interview her. I mean, I don't know if you, if you go back and read truly great celebrity profiles for, from like the 90s. 80s 90s even early 2000s mm-hmm. it's like there's a there's a real art to that and it's really interesting and it makes yeah. actors it makes actors and musicians much more interesting and and that to me why why would you not want to do that as the subject i don't really understand obviously there's a greater risk involved because it's easier yeah but i mean i, I yeah, think it's just, more. It's,
1: it, i mean but it's, but it's no fun you know like Nobody would care about Tiger Woods if he was just playing putt putt mini golf and he had to make every shot from a foot away and there's no, no slope on the green you're like yeah he made every shot but like the difficulty level was zero so who gives a shit it's it's the same kind of thing like back in the day it was really interesting to see one of those celebs being profiled by a friend or not wiggle out of uh, a crazy question or explain something in their life that was you know detrimental to their future in a way that was enlightening you're like oh shit like never thought of it that way that's pretty impressive versus like i did all this good stuff look at me
0: it's just too much i mean you know i i I get you know i get it if if it's we live in a world where you know one bad you know one bad interview could ruin your fucking income and you're fucked so like you have to be careful now so it's like i I see i think it's shitty but i see both sides like chanel you know (laughs) i do not you don't, Jason. You don't. Oh, that's too bad, bro. I wish you did. I thought you no, had. T-
1: I mean, I I see it, but I don't like it.
0: I don't. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's accurate. That's accurate.
1: Me me pretend not to see.
0: I understand that, Jason. I understand that, but I mean.
1: So I I have some good news coming out of the cold, frigid Glendale, Chris. What happened? Bay Bay has secured a job in Hawaii. I'm about to poof be gone. So <laughs> I'm coming. I mean,
0: there. I'm coming with you so we can podcast, right? Or is that not?
1: Is that Well, luckily we're able to record virtually oh, you know, through okay, okay, the okay. internet and technology, so you actually won't have to make the slog across. I mean, because I know that's a pretty far flight from New York. I don't want to burden you or anything like
0: that. Um, okay, it will well, be in
1: the, you know, we'll be in the 70s and 80s out there, so you know, I will be keeping you in my thoughts. Don't worry, Chris. But it, it, it is an ideal situation for me. And I think you are going to be jealous of it, but like you know, there is going to be a flight and and hotel provided, not not by me, which is which is great. I, well, I, I do have to buy my own flight, but you know, it was like three hundred forty yeah. bucks. Yeah, and this so, this, pod,
0: this podcast is doing great, so that was a drop in the bucket.
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't have to even think twice when I entered my um, Apple credit card information <laughs> on <onto> Suburbans <laughs> I shout, shout out to our tags. response
0: <laughs> we don't check price tags on flights thanks orbits thanks apple mm-hmm. thanks spotify thanks anchor
1: thanks to tim cook i said throw it in the bag um uh, so <laughs> all i have to do is buy a 300 hundred dollar flight and then the best part about it you know i i love my life partner but She'll she at work all day you know, five five days of her working all day being gone so you know tj is home alone Damn. Yeah, TJ is, is gonna be home alone all day.
0: So Big Bird's gonna be sitting in a robe overlooking the ocean. That's right. Hacking away at his MacBook Air, editing this podcast, uh uh-huh. instead of flop instead of flopping around like the beach whale you're meant to be.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be uh what I'm 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 trying to kind of do the whole thing, uh Sarah, forgetting Sarah Marshall style. That's like the the inspo that I'm going for this trip. <laughs> It's just going to be me having my ties at breakfast while while my girl is on set filming, you know, filming something. I'm going to, you know, meet a Mila Kunis type at the front desk. She'll show me around the city. I'll meet the locals and I will eventually find myself. I I th- you know, I'm going to learn how to swim. I'm, I'm going to finally the key, finish that
0: book. I think the key for you to succeed in Hawaii is
1: Yeah, please, please
0: renting a jeep
1: oh i'm not even gonna be driving bro
0: i think you need it i think you need a wrangler
1: you want me to have an island wrangler why think, Why is that chris you want me to I, do some off-roading
0: Nah, I could just see you, you know, with a poke bowl riding shotgun, your 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 beautiful left leg hanging out the side of the of the the beat up Jeep Wrangler like a local.
1: Yeah, the Jeep the Jeep obviously has no doors. No, right? the no My roof, no doors. Up.
0: Yeah, no roof, no doors. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, maybe I don't know, man. Maybe you have a boogie board in the back. Maybe they they they, they got a surfboard big enough for your dumbass. Even if you don't use it, mm. it would just it would just look right, you know?
1: Yeah, and I did. I I agree with you. I think that's a good idea. And I unbeknownst to your your plans for me, I actually got a uh, I ate some poke last night in preparation, Chris. I was fully subconscious. <laughs> you, I didn't do you need to realize what I was doing. <laughs> do
0: you mean to bang Evan local celebrity Evan Mox line for you so you can get some surfing lessons?
1: You know, if I'm around him too much, I don't know if anyone's gonna think I'm hot. So maybe pass on him.
0: Have you thought about maybe <laughs> he's too attractive. Evan Mock inspired, maybe you should go pink for Hawaii on the on the head top. I would happily pay I, I ch- will happily pay up to five hundred dollars via Venmo to anyone who will come dye Jason's hair pink um it, I, don't he, I, I don't care if he i don't care if he consents style, though. i don't care if he consents to it or not um if you can make that happen let me know what do you mean mgk style you're gonna give yourself a faux hawk or you mean like it'll wash out
1: no, i'm saying he i'm saying that he he um he's sort of been championing pink as a yeah he color has. story so his I microphone don't want, i don't it, want people to
0: to me, Jason, though you're the perfect combination of Evan Mock and MGK. That's kind of how I think of you. So, so this God. sounds this sounds cool for God damn
1: you. It. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm adding that to my my Twitter bio right now.
0: <laughs> the perfect hybrid. Um,
1: what? How? Yeah. How do you How do you sum me up in a macadamia nutshell? <laughs> One half Evan Mock, one half MGK. Deal with it, bitch. And that then- I'm
0: I'm happy for you. though. I think that's very exciting. You know, I've never been to Hawaii because it's so far. But now that I'm going to be on the West Coast, maybe I'll be able to make a little trip to to the island.
1: Maybe not this time, but maybe another time.
0: Uh I don't look I don't want to spoil your little vacation, bitch. I'm good. I'm I'm fine without you, okay? Once I get a ball machine, once I get a ball machine, I don't need you at all, really. <laughs> so, Chris
1: Chris Black <laughs> said ball machine my only friend.
0: Yeah, that's my only role model. Um
1: Yeah, no one no one knows me like what's the name of the ball <laughs> brand? No <laughs> one knows me like the lobster. <laughs> <laughs> like the lobster. Not yeah, and I'm not talking about the crustacean, baby. I'm talking about lobbing that volley. Boop.
0: Damn. Shout out to Sampa. Shout out to Lobster. You know, the whole family.
1: The, the downside of me going to Hawaii is I have to get my, my revenge bod in, in shape sooner than later i only have two weeks to to lose my my holiday oh that's fine did you eat today yet i did not eat today i I set some ground rules in place what are the ground what are the
0: ground rules because i got some advice
1: okay well we can we can compare our notes afterwards so ground rule number one um the alcohol is gonna be adios which was fine for me that's probably the easiest one because i'm not really drinking too much anyway so you're saying you're saying guia only yeah, it's going, I'm, I'm, I'm going clean gear for the next two weeks. Okay. So that, that's number one, which is easy, no problem. Number two, I'm, I'm upping the workout game. Luckily, I, I developed a plan because my knee was still kind of giving me a little trouble, so I, I created a hybrid, new hybrid circuit workout for that, and it's going quite well. It, it incorporates cardio as well as uh, strength training altogether, so that's good. Even even yesterday, I was able to do my first um, shirtless workout of the year because the sun came out and it was like sixty. It was actually kind of warm, so that that felt great. So I'm getting a little color on my perfect. On my we need porcelain to skin. It's
0: it's very crucial to have a base tan before you go into a, a, a deeply tropical environment. You're trying to get the base. Yeah, you got to get the base, and there's not. They don't make. They don't. Unfortunately. Um, you know, spray tans are not COVID compliant, and the tanning beds are not yeah. long enough long enough for you. So this is the only op- <laughs> this, is, this is the only option you have, really.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hit the tanning bed, and my farmer tan just got worse. You know, it's, what I mean? yeah, it's my, weird. It, my it, it, my your, ankle tan, and my
0: your shins are white as hell. Uh, it's really, it's it's really <laughs> uh, a problem.
1: But the last, the the most important step of the puzzle is going back to being strict and diligent about only eating one meal a day. I was gonna so say no, I, no breakfast, no lunch, no. Smoothie. Smoothie, no salad, no snacking on a cube of cheddar, no Mary's gone organic at 2 p.m. The only thing I'm eating is coffee and matchas, I would say. Yeah,
0: God bless. I mean, maybe I'll... I'll... No
1: everything bagel ice cream unless it's unless it's for dinner.
0: Did Jenny send
1: the pack? Jenny's did not send the pack. I got some intel from a friend of mine, Frank, who he's a known ice cream lover. He's absolutely obsessed with ice cream. And he posted on his Instagram that he's like, hey, just let you know, there is no more Everything Bagel ice cream left in Los Angeles. Trust me, I know. I just drove to Calabasas to get the last pint in the city. And I was like, oh, that's that makes me sad because I can't try it, but glad that I didn't have to, you know, it saved me the trouble of going on a wild creamy goose chase. But he said in about a week, I think he said February 6th is the restock and the new drop. So by the time you're back in town, I'm sure we can DM Jenny. It's so, it's so you know, cool how
0: how mixed the reviews are that I'm getting.
1: I've heard nothing but good, which is surprising considering you know
0: Chuck you know Chuck Anderson Chuck Anderson from Chicago. He was like, bro, it's so twisted, but you can't stop eating it. Was his review? He's like, it's it's literally cream cheese and onion, but it's like you can't stop you can't <laughs> stop eating it. Which is it's just so insane. But anyway, I, Jason, don't eat.
1: Well, that's what's so amazing to me. Um, the, it, it, if you're able to make an ice cream that has garlic chips and you know poppy seeds and shit in it, and it still tastes good, and you still can't cut, stop eating it. I say hats off to you, Jenny. Bravo. Well done. I know you're listening.
0: I, I no, I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I'm glad. No, you-
1: yeah, no eating. You know, I, I'm going to. I have to go back into the mindset of every time my tummy rumbles, I have to consider that a good sign, and it is my friend telling me. Keep on going mm-hmm. versus maybe I should have a snack. So you know, I'm I'm literally your if friend. I, if I stick with it in two weeks, I should be good.
0: I'm literally your friend saying keep on going. Unfortunately, uh, as a since I'm in New York and we're talking about everything bagel ice cream, I have to say, mm-hmm. after I after I finished my socially distanced masked uh berries class this morning, <laughs> I I did go to East Village Organic for a protein rich smoothie to continue supporting small businesses, of course. But you know where my head was, Jason. It was on a. Mm. Everything bagel with cream cheese, uh, tomato, and cucumber.
1: I, th- I didn't know you like eating bagels, Chris.
0: Jason, I like eating a lot of stuff, but I stopped myself because I don't want to look like a piglet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I know, but you were. I remember you being. When we ate a bagel together, I ate an everything bagel with cream cheese on it. Well, Jason. And you were. You were disgusted by well, it. Well, hold you on. Let me saying, set the scene. i me saying, like, oh, this is. You know, damn! I wish I could be eating that. That's so good. Let me set the scene. Set the scene. No, we're gonna set the scene. No no scene necessary. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Scene is necessary. You're drenched in sweat in a sleeveless T-shirt. We're sitting in downtown L.A., (laughs) the third worst neighborhood in Los Angeles, and you're eating an everything bagel with so much cream cheese, it's like a dollop will spill out onto the searing hot concrete. It's disgusting. (laughs) The whole, the whole vibe was twist
1: too twisted. Now, getting a look, I like extra cream cheese. I'm sorry.
0: I don't. I actually like a very light uh, a, a swipe of the of the cream cheese. I'm not a big cream cheese that guy. Comes but no surprise to anyone. But hitting hitting Russ and daughters, or I mean, shit. Even black seed. It, it's it's real. It's very tempting. So
1: you're so your bagel number one. Everything bagel. Cream cheese. Light. Cucumber. Tomato. Anything else? You like a caper? You like a no. sprout? You like a red onion?
0: Honestly, my number one is double toast everything with butter. But you have to be hungover to like that. So I, I don't.
1: Ooh, that one's that one's strictly for the heads, and I I do love and appreciate a, a bagel with solamente butter on it.
0: I'm not. So I'm not. That doesn't appeal to me as much. I mean, I really another classic option is the everything bagel with with you know uh, two eggs, uh, avocado, lettuce, tomato. Not mad at that. That's more of a sandwich, of course.
1: All right. We gotta stop talking about food, or else I'm gonna I'm gonna have my little Sunday cheat day.
0: TJ is taking a bite out of the mic, and it's and I'm not talking about with jokes. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, so I'll keep you I'll keep you posted. Don't worry. I'm gonna I'll keep sharing my BMI on the Discord every day as it as thank that you. progresses. Don't worry, guys. Great,
0: thank you. That's that's what we that's what we need as friends and fans of of, of you alike.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, I'm staring out I'm staring out the window. Jason, I, are you familiar with the artist Beth Orton?
1: Uh, I am. But not, you know, that, that's about where it ends.
0: She has a beautiful song from her album Daybreaker in 2002. Unfortunately, it does feature canceled artist Ryan Adams, but don't let that sway you. Um, and the the song is called the song is called Concrete Sky. And um, is,
1: I'm swayed, by the way, I'm swayed. And
0: and I'm just looking outside right now, and and as this 12 inches of snow looms, the sky is looking like a damn slab of concrete, and I'm getting worried, emotional, and scared.
1: <laughs> damn bro so you so you're in your new york city apartment right now as we speak right yeah how long were you in atlanta for two months okay two months 60 days and you i should have said longer earlier <laughs> you, which is a wild thing for you to say how much you know how much you've changed from a from a diehard new yorker
0: no i mean i i just know i mean it feels good to be no back shots. I just, snow, like mm. we said earlier, snow is trash. Liking snow is insane. I just don't, like, I just don't understand. I just don't understand. But
1: So, well, you were you were in Atlanta at your parents' house for two months, which you said was the longest stretch of time that you've been yeah. at home with your parents since you moved out at 18.
0: For sure. By far. And by now far. you're back in New York. Yeah, by far.
1: And so so now you're feeling the love of NYC, but it's, it's a little bittersweet. Well,
0: I mean, coming back to anywhere you like and it being significantly changed for the worse is going to be, you know, it's going to be weird. Mm-hmm. But I, I still think the, the I said this to Cho last night. It's, it's, it's crazy how good it feels though. At the same time, like walking in the street and shit, it's just crazy. It's brutally cold. Like everything's ugly. Half the shit's not open. Businesses you mm-hmm. loved are, are closed now. But it's still like you just can't touch. There's nowhere like it. You just can't touch it. You really can't. You really can't. It's crazy. It's a, it's a very strange feeling, but, um, you know, my priorities to my, uh, physical fitness and tan have shifted. Mm-hmm. So LA it is, baby, but this is a quick stop. I mean, this is a quick stop. I'm here for, you know, basically like 48 hours or something. So it's like, it's not, you know, um, mm-hmm.
1: in a New York minute. So, so how is, how is Big Mama taking it? Is she okay now that her, her birds out of the nest?
0: I think they liked it a little more than they thought they would.
1: Yeah, you know, well, once you're once you're a little bit older, life life slows down. You you get into a little bit of a a routine, not a rut, but you know, you, you the same thing happens every day, more or less. So when when Chris comes to town, even though you are annoying, it is nice to see you shake things <laughs> up a little bit. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I think that's the that's the feeling I have is that it was just a it was just some nice time, and they they also know that this is probably unprecedented and won't happen again ever. You know what I mean? Like actually, because this just ended up. Mm-hmm. This just ended well, it's up.
1: Too bad it took a global pandemic to get you down here, Chris. But we sure are glad you did.
0: But I, I went to my. So I I uh, I was ready to leave, but I went to my friend Isaac and his wife Maddie's house um, before I left, and they they've just got this beautiful like mid century fully renovated house. Indicate it, it was like mm. r- it was very very sick. Like I was really really impressed, and they have great taste. So everything in it was great. And I was just like, "Fuck!" I didn't know you could even live in Atlanta like this. You know what I mean? Like this is not something I've I've ever witnessed before. And like, you know, talking about the price of the house and how how reasonable it is, obviously compared to New York or L.A. Like, I, I still don't want to live there, but it's 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 interesting to know that is available there because I I just didn't even I didn't realize that. You know what I mean? Being gone for Are so. Are you
1: long. able to divulge what that what that sticker price hitting for?
0: Uh, I'd rather not, but it's it's probably a third of what you'd pay in New York or L.A. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to blow up a spot. You know what I mean. But it's. It was. And it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Like I. I was like shit. There's like beautiful outdoor space. There's. I mean, it was just really, really, really well done.
1: Well, maybe you'll retire there one day, Chris. Who knows? Mm,
0: you know, uh, if if life's gonna slow down, it's gonna slow down somewhere in Europe, maybe. You know what I mean, or or Florida. You know, depend. You know, depend on. You know, to me, it's either it's either you know uh, the, the the English countryside or you know Fort Lauderdale. You never, you just never know. You never know what I'm gonna be feeling like.
1: Obviously, you're going to retire in Las Vegas, and and that <laughs> is gonna be peak Chris Black. But it's I... gonna take a while, you know, for for Vegas to catch up to your health, food, and nutritional needs. But once it's there.
0: Unfortunately, Jason, if this if this how long gone trajectory continues, wherever I retire, you're gonna have to retire too. So, Las Vegas, it is, bro. No,
1: no, no. It's it's not like uh, I'm Jamie and you're Joe Rogan. You know that, that's not really how it works. I, I I don't know if I'm the underling that needs to follow you wherever you go, Chris. It could be the other way around.
0: I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't implying you were an underling. I was implying that that business will be so good that it would just be easier if we were both in Palm Springs. You know what I
1: mean? That's Damn, all. I'm saying. I feel like uh, I'm the. Bling Empire chick who's forced (laughs) to do something she doesn't want to do because the bag is just too good, and I have to unfortunately consider the future of Baby G in addition to myself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not Baby G, not Baby G.
1: Uh,
0: Oh my God! Do not
1: bring Baby G up. Do not bring Baby.
0: Do not. Bring, do, also, does anyone know Baby G's name? Do they ever say it?
1: Well, what is the? Da- I think that it might just be short for the dad's name. Who it was like Doctor Gia or something, right? Uh, uh, yeah, was, yeah you're, right, you're
0: right. Yeah, you're right. It's definitely no, you know, for sure.
1: Yeah. Instead of saying your name Junior, they have to say Baby Your Name, which is ultimately pretty adorable until you grow up, and then you know that Baby G's definitely jumping off of a building somewhere.
0: Uh. Baby, yeah, baby G. That that just is not. I just really don't like that. I really don't like that. But I, um, we should talk about Sophie, um, because I. You know, honestly, man, I wasn't super aware, like I'm familiar with the name, um, but the, the 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 outpouring uh in my in my world uh about her uh made me go back and listen mm-hmm. to the, the music yesterday, and it it does motherfucking slap.
1: Maybe you needed your your newfound EDM ears to appreciate it in a way that you weren't able to before, but it it is quite sad. And I I think the main, you know, it it is hard to be like, "Oh, this is like powerful amazing emotional music when it's like you know club music a lot of the songs yeah so i understand that but i think the the main takeaway from it was like it was just such a powerful person like a like a real real true star they don't make them like that anymore type of people with like that courage and that bravery and then also you put that on top of the the ability to make music in a way that nobody else had done like synthesizing entirely new sounds out of nowhere that no one's ever done you know there was a lot of powerful shit going on and you unfortunately you don't really see it or realize it until it's
0: yeah years. i was i was just in the airport like listening to the music yesterday alone i was like damn i i, I understand why this didn't really come across my desk you know what I mean? For many reasons, um, mm-hmm. but it but it's really impressive, and so I just re- I, I read up more on it, and I, the story is really interesting. I mean, the story is sad, obviously the eventual ending, but I think that those, um, yeah. you know, we're just losing we're lo- losing young artists at a at an alarming clip. You know, it's sad, and I I, I uh, especially when it's an accident. You know what I mean? It's like that's just like oh yeah, and that's not the first time we've heard about shit like this. I've heard a few stories like like a very similar story.
1: Yeah, this is the third person that i know of in like the the electronic music world who has either died or been very seriously or almost died in a in an accident relating to falling off of a roof or a or a balcony or a patio or something like that. dj meddy yeah accidentally like fell off of a collapsed balcony in paris at some party Australian producer Dangerous Dan, who started Subi Jeans, he a roof collapse that he was on, and he like shattered his like every bone in his body and like almost died. Jesus! And now, um, and now Sophie accidentally falling off a roof to check out the moon. Like it's an odd coincidence, and. And just really, really sad because you you know that those moments are just like so fun and interesting and like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we went on partied on the roof or did this or that? And like, you know, that the spirits were high. Everyone was having a great time. And it was just such a crazy accident that goes out of nowhere that just shocks the world. It's so sad.
0: No, it's really sad. I mean, also, these people are like young. You know what I mean? It's like that's I mean. Oh, yeah young not like 21 but but young uh
1: yeah they're they're young and as the and they've figured out how to become a success in the world on their own terms in their own way they created their own character their own business their own career in their own special way they didn't sacrifice anything and they found true success and then that was taken away from them versus somebody who's just like playing the game their own way and they're just trying to become famous and sophie was one of those people that did not sacrifice or change anything about themselves to to do that and were just like unapologetically themselves, you know, despite all odds and, you know, the music and the output and the artwork was just so powerful that you couldn't you couldn't deny it even if you were somebody who was against trans people or weird stuff or, you know, any type of subversive counterculture stuff. It was just it was just too good. And that, Und- that's
0: undeniable really sad. undeniable all
1: right well all right all right mm, r.i.p to Sophie. r.i.p sophie that is
0: sad i didn't i didn't mean to bring us down i just was thinking about it a lot um i no, just it, No. No. i mean yeah i was one of those it's one of those, one of those to... things that i kept seeing all obviously all day but it would be from from of it, it was such a wide array of people that i was that, that i like had to take notice you, you know what i mean like obviously there's mm-hmm. people who, who knew her personally but then there was also just like a lot of fans who were just like you know really really bothered by it
1: luckily Um, the the short amount of time that sophie was on the earth they were able to really really change thousands of people's lives for the better so uh, that's what i'll be thinking about instead of the sadness unfortunately
0: well no that's a good way to be and that's why tj keep it positive
1: um you kind of have to because nowadays not many people i mean i
0: do too i I do too i mean there yeah there
1: it's uh it ain't great out there,
0: so if you can, you know what I mean. If you
1: can, if you, you know what I mean. If you listen to, you know, if you listen to any comedy podcast nowadays, one thing that it's not is funny. I'll, t- I'll tell. Don't you worry, don't worry.
0: Com- First of all, comedy podcasts have never been funny, so don't say that. Um...
1: <laughs> That's not true. That's not- I mean, but like you know, I, I was thinking about that today. When I was I was out walking the dog, but like, you know, the biggest comedy shows, the Joe Rogans, the Dax Shepherds, the, the Mark Marons, all these shows, like, I haven't laughed a single time listening to those podcasts, since you know, since I can remember, like, no, no funny stuff is actually, you know, you listen to Bill Burr, you know, one of the biggest comedians in the world, and he's just, he's just doing angry rants. Everyone just does angry rants and complains about stuff, which is what comedians have been doing the entire time what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be angry and you rant about things, but you also tie it all up in a bow with comedy. And I think people kind of forgot to do that. And maybe it's not their own fault because, you know, the world is just so much more of a difficult place nowadays. It's really hard to do that. Or you have to be like a legitimate sociopath to be able to laugh through all the pain and struggle going on in the world. But luckily we're sociopaths, I guess.
0: (laughs) uh we are yeah we are we are we are uh (laughs) uh, yeah i thought about it for a second you know what you're right jason um and you know you're always right that's why that's why i've hitched my wagon uh Mm -hmm. to this horse
1: yeah it's it's it is bad to be a sociopath ultimately but you know if if you're able to use your your curse for good then uh i I consider that a a w and a net positive
0: I love W's, not hotels, wins, not George, not George's (laughs) just to be, I just want to make that clear. No, no, no. I just want to make that clear. And
1: also, also, Chris, you, you were able to escape the ATL just in time for, um, for Publix being canceled. How do you feel about that?
0: I mean, I'm not really a big Publix guy, uh, because I don't eat like Mm -hmm. chicken tenders or subs really, unless it's, unless it's from Jimmy. (laughs) Shout out to Jimmy Johns. That's the only sub I fuck with. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? Fuck Subway. Fuck Publix. We're only riding with Jimmy. Um,
1: fuck subreddits. Fuck uh, everything (laughs) except for a nice, a nice juicy Jimmy. Maybe I'll. Do I, no I can't eat a Jimmy until post Hawaii we'll have we'll have one there, we'll, there's no, no we're gonna we're
0: gonna we're gonna literally break bread together and I'm talking Jimmy's beautiful French bread
1: uh does Jimmy's do protein style <laughs> quick I think I I, <laughs> I think they do okay that's good to know well if that is the case then when you know first day out meek Mill voice um, by the way we're we but... gonna pull up to Glendale Galleria Jimmy's where
0: Ooh. you know you said they opened a, a Louis at Galleria so we can hit Jimmy and Louis.
1: We only go to places that are just first name. First name J- J- Jason, wipe go, gotta, Jason, wipe
0: the mayo off. We got to go. We got Jason, wipe the mayo off your chin, bro. We're going to Louis Vuitton. Show some respect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I one thing I will you will never see TJ doing is waiting in line at the Glendale Mall to get into the Louis Vuitton store, whether you know, even if I'm buying something or just to browse. I could not be spotted out much Bitch, first
0: of all, we know you ain't buying anything. And second of all, I don't like to wait <laughs> in lines either, but COVID, if I need designer a lot of the times, that's the situation.
1: Walk us through the last uh, Louis Vuitton garment that <laughs> you purchased, Chris. I know there's been a lot recently, but you know, no, I'm not, just, I'm, if you could nail down one, that's noteworthy. No,
0: I'm not really a Louis guy. You know what I mean? That's not. I mean, vintage oh, Louis. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You see, you see the duffel. You see the Dopp kit. The old, the old classic brown. You know what I mean? I don't like. I don't oh, like. Oh,
1: and the, yeah, the the Louis is all brittle. The leather is crusty exactly. in, in yeah. the best way possible.
0: I want my shit beat up. Shout out to the real real.
1: I know you got the Louis steamer trunk with all of the silks in there that was bestowed to you from from grandfather Black time and time ago. You had to take it into the old repair shop on Netflix to get it resurfaced, and they did such a great job with <laughs> repair it.
0: Repair shop on Netflix. <laughs> Don't do not.
1: Yeah, so so you're not worried. Yeah, so Publix the 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 heiress to the Publix empire which is just such a funny thing to say the but why why so why but, no, i know i saw
0: i saw this but why would you cancel the grocery store cuz some third tier daughter who inherited money it, it, like it just doesn't make sense to me like that's not it, it's not like the public's corporation I, I, it's not there it's like some bitch that's barely involved like why why would you it has nothing it has nothing to do with her
1: no one no one's going to actually cancel it no one you know no one's going to actually stop going to it the same way that no one stopped going to Chick-fil-A when it came out that there are trump supporters who you know hate gay people all y'all still go to fucking chick-fil-a because you really don't care at the end of the day
0: no of course not all all people care about in this country is themselves and possibly their loved ones if they're not arguing with them that day
1: i don't like chick-fil-a at all so it's easy for me to do that and i like publix but if you told me you can't ever go to publix again i will i will be nope that's no problem for me I don't know what I would happen if if they said jason we had to hashtag boycott del taco or something like that then i'd really have to have a by myself meeting and really find <laughs> you know
0: i did hear i did i did hear today through the grapevine that unfortunately fish king in glendale did donate to the trump campaign so do it do is that uh, do do it that what you will yeah do it that what you will i I, look, I they
1: don't know what they're doing over you know they they know not what they have done. Don't come for big big king like that. I did just enjoy some fish king poke, just just for dinner last night. I had to make an impromptu um, tuna tostada, um, brook boy style, and it was quite good. Don't worry. I'll, no, I'm i will I'm kidding. Shout out the recipe on my Instagram.
0: Good, thank you. No recipes, please. Shout out to Fish King. Shout out to all. Shout out to all at Glendale. They know Chris is coming back soon. They they beep their horns when they see me. I i see Chris Black. I beep twice and I wave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say in, yeah. in, in in Glendale when they see me on the block. When they see me, they see me outside of Dintafung.
1: Support your local fishmonger.
0: I love local businesses, Jason.
1: Yeah, we want to make sure all those sharks are removed from the sea. We want the food chain to be real fucked up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> those <laughs> Shark fin <who>. soup. <laughs>
0: let me let me get a little. Can I get two pieces of shark, please? Um. <sighs> great great talking great talking to you jason always a pleasure bro i love podcasting don't you god damn it i love this game i love this game
1: i love to upload as well
0: i love to upload we got some big episodes this week the the rain the rain of terror continues um
1: if you are now a new new newfound goner because you discovered us from the very successful dashboard confessional episode welcome home thank you for your for your service, if you, and, and also Emily, um, the podcast that we had on Emily Wednesday. Emily Siegel, no, the Friday. F- Friday, yeah. yeah. Great episode. She was really awesome, really funny, really well-spoken. It made me realize that I should uh, read more and become more intelligent, and that probably won't happen. Um, it almost hey, Jason, Jason, check out
0: you're not gonna, e-readers
1: online
0: you're not going to be smarter but if you keep on you could be hotter and that's a good substitute on this podcast you're the tall one and i'm the smart one just so you know that's kind of how it that's kind of how it's billed internally
1: well it's about to be over for you chris because at the beginning of the quarantine i focused <laughs> only on my body and and you know that it paid off very well you know I, uh, I was i was i was tanned and cut and
0: you know and you know that it paid off very well
1: yeah yeah i had the shoulders of an nba star for a couple months okay all right I dwight was howard all right fall back I, I, was, I was weighing 196 pounds and then uh and then our podcast blew up and we started becoming successful from the pod i had to work a lot more I was, I'm, you know, I was just living off of unemployment and, you know, doing kettlebells in the sun every day. It was truly, it doesn't get any better than that. But now I'm very busy working and then I got fat. I lost all my muscle mass. So, you know, Q1. I lost all my muscle have,
0: mass. The drama. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Q1, I have to figure out how to do both. I have to figure out what I'm going to remove from my life so that I can not only have a, a sick bod and a sick pod. I guess I'm gonna have you know my my relationship with my life partner and family will probably suffer.
0: I I, look as long as as long as you show up for work with me, I don't give a fuck what happens in your little personal life. Okay.
1: And luckily for me, my life partner doesn't care about anything as long as I'm making a lot of money. (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) me neither, actually. But you know, and that that's what again, that's why you've hitched your wagon to me because I'm the closer.
1: All the people in my life, Chris Black. My Asian girlfriend. All you guys care about is money and spending it on luxury goods.
0: Honestly, Caroline and I get along so well because we have the same values. And that that's important that we impart those on you because you have none. So we've had to kind of build you from yeah. scratch.
1: And thank you for hitching your wagon to me. I look forward to being both of your guys' um, cash cows and you guys are going to be my pay piggies.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> Suckling off of Big Mama TJ's teats. Uh, yeah, give me those Big Mama TJ teats. Uh, all right, you, you guys. Yeah, I'm the one who decides if you get your little nails done, Chris. How Long Gone,
0: uh, our nails are looking good, our brains are looking bad. This podcast comes out three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, How Long Gone Radio uh, every Saturday. Uh, thank you to Spotify.
1: Great new episode.
0: Great new episode. Great Kiwi, Ju- check out Kiwi Jr. They did follow me on social media. Um, great band. I've been I've been rinsing that record out for tj put me on
1: yeah one one funny interesting thing i was looking at the stats on all the episodes of how long gone radio and the episodes that have the most downloads are the ones where the title of the episode is the most um clever or funny nice uh, like the way i do it is i take the two artists and put their names together to form one word and sometimes the the 10 songs that we have give you a great one like this one kiwi Longway kiwi jr and peewee longway put them together it rhymes it sounds perfectly it's good so that episode is going to have a lot better downloads but if the if the artists that week give me nothing really to work with it'll get like a thousand less plays so it's kind of weird
0: we should check we should check with uh we should check with our our the powers that be at spotify um to see mm-hmm. what the what the algo is looking like anyway check out how long on radio check out them jeans on instagram and twitter um he's great he's he's hilarious um really funny guy really good looking um, and um, I think that's it, Jason. That's all you got, right?
1: That's all I got. Thank you for potting. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys have a great week. RIP to Sophie. And um, I'm going to end the episode with one of her tunes right now. Way. But I think your inside is your best side. Oh. Oh. I, was there a in your eye? I never thought I'd see you cry.
0: It's okay to cross you.